Wednesday at midnight, folks. 24-7 comedy numbers top iconic rock. Tell me why you you know, I want the time machine from the last show, and I'm going to save Ronnie James Dio and Tom Petty. Mushrooms may cut your chances of dementia in half, according to a study. Wait, what kind? I want to know right now. When in doubt, be sure to order the extra mushrooms on that pizza. It could slash the risk of a brain decline in your senior years by at least 50%. Oh, my God. Dude, I eat mushrooms for 110 days in a row, dude. I just think it's 1983 every single second of the day, dude. And to have an opinion other than that would be retarded. Researchers from the Department of Psychological Medicine and Department of Biochem there in Singapore. I already don't trust it. Cook two standard boys. Oh, there you go. Some kind of wonderful fungi each week. 300 grams a piece. I don't need a whole lot of money. Yeah, I don't. I don't need a big fine car. I got everything that a man could want. I got more than I could ask for. Tell you what happens if you stay out all night, according to the New York Post.com. Man bit off a bouncer's finger after learning the bar was closed. Oh, dear God. An enraged man chomped off a chunk of a bouncer's finger when he was denied entry into a Queens bar that had closed for the night there on Wednesday. Dear God. 37 year old Pinkulous worker was now closing the doors at the El California Sports Bar. Shortly after 4 a.m., folks, in February, when this dude walked up, he tried to get in. The bouncer told them that bar was closed. They started squabbling. They were beefing. That's right. And then he bit off the like, part of his pinky finger, swung on and a chomp, 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 chomp. Once you eat one bouncer, you got to eat the rest of the bouncer. That's insane. Police described the suspect as having a medium bill to go to in dark hair. He ran off east on Roosevelt Avenue wearing a black jacket. Japanese icon AV. Oh. You ever see those dudes that are wearing the satin jackets at the bowling alley? Well, this guy bites off their fingers. Well, is she man shot in the groin by ex girlfriend after breaking into her home, according to the cops there? And the New York Post.com. Oh, this guy looks like a. An Oregon woman shot her ex-boyfriend in the groin in self-defense after he forced his way into the home and threatened her. This is good as this guy running away with his junk in his hand. That's right. Oh dear, I gotta go. You guys watch that Lorena Bobbitt documentary? I mean, I saw part of it. Oh, swag. Oh, I drive them all good again. Oh. Thirty-year-old woman called the cops after Fouch arrived. Fouch is now Sans Pouch, if you ask me. Wow. He was on the phone with them, and the Fouch reportedly forced himself in the bedroom. And oh God, she's hiding there with her kid. She fired a shot shortly after paramedics arrived. They saw Fouch wounded in the driveway. They called him an Uber. Well, they took him to the hospital, treated him for his injuries before the police booked him with fourth-degree assault and menacing. Reportedly, his ex reported breaking into her home. 
Police did not file any charges against the woman. There you go, folks. Now I want my castle defense, and I want it the Oregon way. That's right. So this is going to be the safest vegan strip joint that also serves fish. Not in that way. CEO's daughter gloated about cheating on SATs and college scam prosecutors. He was hot enough to get away with it. Yeah. Anyways, her, you know what her dad is? I'll tell you. The CEO of Hercules Capital. You know, if you got that job, you can do whatever you want with your kid. I promise this story. How about this for reputation? Little Jung Jet, everybody. And then we're going to Atlanta. Good morning. Introducing my testicular Bill of Rights legislative package. You want some regulation of bodies and choice? Done. This is Darshan Kendrick. She is a state uh, a five-term member, folk, a five-term member of the Georgia House of Representatives. She is the chief deputy whip. And this is what she drafted. Folks, number one, require men to obtain permission from their sex partner before they're able to obtain a prescription for Viagra or any erectile dysfunction medication. Consult your uh, partner's doctor's doctor's partner and then have them call your doctor's partner partner and then all four of you. That's what the cost on this Viagra. Dear God, it's expensive even with a copay. Banned vasectomy procedures in Georgia, both in part or whole, with the name punitive measures for performing the procedure that are listed in HB 41. It's an aggravated assault crime. Folks, if you have sex without a condom. What do you think about that? Require DNA testing when a woman is six weeks and one day to be performed before she's eight weeks to determine the father of the child who shall immediately start paying child support. Oh, boy. Why do I have so much money? Oh, my. I started investing at eight weeks. That's me, and that's why I got to save up for this blondie vinyl. A 24-hour waiting period if you men want to purchase born toys or sex toys in the state of Georgia. They are coming after your ability to come. Oh, my God. Watch your freedom go. team wakes up a mammoth a cell of nuclei dude they are re- dude, resurrecting all this stuff dude they're gonna resurrect aids from the 2000 bc's dude and we're all dead that's right replacing the ova of mice okay i'm the one they developed to a state just before cellular division they're gonna i'm telling you they're gonna reanimate we've lived through all of it in every horror movie that we've been sold how much time do i have left oh plenty of time folks running out of time on camera number one over here only on instagram tv well we heard up top uh, tucker carlson and uh dave rubin breaking down dear god they went into what they called brian stelter a eunuch oh my god Right, dude. As a Tucker open his Monday show, bro. He was defiant. He was defiant. That's right. Have to play over here. 
everybody. Oh, wait, wait, you gotta move the microphone too. Oh, that sounds a lot better, Rabbi, right there, dude. That's right. Wait, Tarkle Carlson, man, he just let these dudes have it. He's like, you know what? I'm not gonna apologize, and we shouldn't apologize. Nobody can tell us what to think. Nobody can tell us what to say. And if you think they have that kind of power, and if they do start going after people's bank accounts based on their freedom of speech, that's a dangerous thing. But if we allow it to happen, then it's going to happen. And if it's profitable to make it happen, then it's going to happen. Somebody's got to step up and do something to stop this. And it starts with just speaking out and just speaking honestly. And if somebody is offended by something you say, tell them to go fuck themselves. And if they said something 10 years ago that's offending somebody, tell them to go build a time machine and tell them to go back there. And when they find out you offended them, tell them to suck your dick then too. Now, forgiveness is important as a Catholic. What I'm trying to tell you is... Anyways, I'm not going to have my day run in any part by people who believe in trigger warnings. Hear that? Losers who, who can't get it together, who get freaked out by the littlest thing on the internet. It's bothering them because they use it too much and they use it in the wrong way. Listen to your favorite band. All your problems go away because the problems were never there other than what you believe your problems are, which are what? Just a collection of ideas that probably aren't real. Why do we allow it? How you doing, folks? Lord of the Riff. It is Friday the 15th of March. May the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with every single person within the shrillness of my shrillery. I've had a, well, just a bull in a china shop morning as every single camera that I set up knocked over another camera, which means that that one had to get refocused, and then they all had to be restarted, and they all had to be relined up, and then you sat down, and one of the camera moves, you just kept moving around, and you step, and you trip over the green screen, and that falls down, and candles are falling all over the place, and incense is burning and falling on the ground. And every, uh, every chance is that opportunity to be like, slow down. And today, we have to be holy, folks. It's uh, March 15th. God bless those poor folks who, well, met, met their maker at their place of worship at the hands of somebody living a first-person shooter game. I watched some of the video in... Hands down, the hardest part was keeping my pants on. Oh, what did you just do? Tell the joke in America. Anyways, let's see what Father Al gets down here. And, uh, you know, the guy kills it every single day. We're barely hanging on. A classic edition of Daily Bread. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Holy Spirit. Oh, Lord, we trust you. Lord, you gave yourself to us completely. You died on the cross for us. You shed your blood for us. We give our lives to you completely by your grace and only by your grace. We surrender everything to you. We are all yours. Welcome, brothers and sisters. I'm Father Al Lauer. The program is called Daily Bread. We're here to encourage you to go to Mass and live the Mass. This is not Mass. This is a radio program, but hopefully it will help you live and love the Mass. We pray now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Let us repent. Oh, brothers and sisters, what is Lent without repentance? It's not Lent. Let us repent. Jesus, our life. Lord, have mercy. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. mercy. Jesus, our love. Christ, have mercy. Christ, Christ have, have mercy. mercy. 
Jesus, our Lord, Savior, and God, Lord, have mercy. Lord, Lord, have have mercy. mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Let us pray around the world. The church prays, Lord, with your loving care, guide the penance we have begun. Help us to persevere with love and sincerity. Grant this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay, look at the gospel reading. This is Matthew chapter 5. Here we are getting into Lent. And what's the point of this whole thing? Matthew 5, verse 20. Unless your holiness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you shall not enter the kingdom of God. Now, remember, the scribes and Pharisees, well, even though we may think of them as kind of villains in those days, they were the best around. And uh, Jesus, according to his theology, was kind of a Pharisee. He believed in in spirits and resurrection and uh, That's what the Pharisees believed in. So the Pharisees were about the best around. The scribes were people who wrote the Bible by hand, so they really knew the Bible. And these are the holiest people around. And Jesus says, think of the holiest people around. If you're not holier than they are, you'll never enter the kingdom of God. So Jesus is calling us to a degree of holiness unprecedented in the history of the human race, much greater than the greatest greatest holy people of the past. Wow. Think about it. That's astounding. First Peter in chapter one, verse 15, it says we must be holy. Listen to this in every aspect of our conduct after the likeness of the Holy One who commanded us be holy for I am holy. We're supposed to be holy because God's holy. Remember, Mary, when she praised God with the Magnificat, she said, holy is his name. The angels right before the throne of God right now, what are they singing? Uh, Revelation chapter 4 gives us uh, the lyrics of the song, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. God is holy and his followers, his children, must be holy as he is holy, holy in every aspect of our conduct, holiness surpassing that of the most holy people up to that time. And so... The Lord has made it extremely clear we are called to be holy and he will become a human being, die on the cross, rise from the dead in order to make it possible for us to be as holy as possible. Do you see what the Lord is interested in? He wants us to be holy and he wants us to want to be holy more than we want to be, period. Now, we all want to be, we have the natural tendency of uh, self-preservation. But we should want to be holy more than we want to be. Think about it. Pope John Paul II issued an apostolic letter called Entering the New Millennium. And in section 30, he says, first of all, I have no hesitation in saying that all pastoral initiatives, we're supposed to do something pastorally. And he says, I have no hesitation in saying that all pastoral initiatives must be set in relation to holiness. It's about holiness. Holiness, it means having the character of God, thinking as God thinks, being as God is. Working as God works. Yeah, it's about holiness. 
Reading on in Section 31 of this document, uh, Entering the New Millennium, more about holiness. He says, um, It would be a contradiction to settle for a life of mediocrity marked by a minimalist ethic and a shallow religiosity. Holiness is the opposite of mediocrity. Holiness is not going for the minimum. It's going for the maximum. Holiness is not a matter of shallow religiosity, but of simply deep love. Wow. Reading on, section 31. The time has come to repropose wholeheartedly to everyone this high standard of ordinary Christian living. Did you hear that? To you, an ordinary Christian living is, uh, is of a high standard. The whole life of the Christian community and of Christian families must lead in this direction. It is also clear, however, that the paths to holiness are personal and call for a genuine training in holiness. Now, not everybody's holy in exactly the same way, but everybody's called to a very great degree of Holiness. And then the Pope quotes Matthew 5 and 48. Be perfect. Wow. As your heavenly father is perfect. And so the Lord is calling us to holiness. Pope John Paul II in the document Vita Consecrata, Consecrated Life, section 35. He says today we have a tremendous need of saints. That means of holy people for whom we must assiduously implore God. The institutes of consecrated life through the profession of the evangelical councils must be conscious of their special mission in today's church, and we must encourage them in that mission. So the consecrated life has produced very holy people, inspiring all the people of God to be holy as the Lord is holy. Having his character, being as God is, thinking as God thinks, working as God works, loving as God loves. You know, when we look at life, um, the brainwashed way that we have been accustomed to see things is maximum pleasure and minimum pain. That's where most people look at it. That's, they say that's what life is all about, getting as much pleasure as you can. And cutting down on the pain as much as you can. That's not the way God sees things. That is a brainwashed attitude that is not of the Lord. Yes, uh, that's the temptation. That's the way we would automatically think of things. Maximum pleasure, minimum pain. That's what life is all about. But you know what God thinks life is all about? Maximum holiness and minimum sin. The third person of the Blessed Trinity is called the Holy Spirit, not because he's holy. Of course he's holy. The Father is holy. Jesus is holy. That's not the point. He is the Spirit that makes us holy. Say, I have to be very holy to receive the Holy Spirit. No, you have to receive the Holy Spirit to be very holy. That's why we have the Holy Spirit who will lead us to Holy Mass and to receive Holy Communion. That's the point of this program. And the Holy Spirit works through Holy Mother Church. And when we 
celebrate the Mass. We read the Holy Bible, and we pray through the intercession of Holy Mary and all the Holy Ones, that is, the saints. And sometimes we pray the Holy Rosary, maybe every day. You do it on many of these stations. And um, then there's Holy Days. And, you know, I have the sacrament of holy orders. I am a priest in a special sense of the word. And does that mean all the people who are priests are holy? Well, they're called to be holy, but they're more than that. They're called to help everyone else be holy. Holy orders means I'm in an order. I'm in a group. I am in an order that is ordered to your holiness. Why am I spending my time on the radio in order to help you be holy and in me helping you be holy that will help me be holy through the power of the Holy Spirit which is pleasing to the Holy God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's so obvious that the Lord is preoccupied with holiness. And until we understand that, the Lord and ourselves will just not be on the same page, which presents some problems. If you want to try to understand more about what's going on in life and in the world, think holiness. You might say, I don't see why God would let this particular thing happen. It's just a terrible tragedy, this little child dying. And suffering so much. Or I can't see why God would, would let this war go on. I know God didn't cause it, but he could have stopped it, but he didn't. Why does God permit these terrible things to occur? They're not his will. They're against his will. They're sins. I know he has to let us be free, but God, you don't always let us be free. So why do you, why didn't you step in and stop it this time? Well, all I can say is a lot of these things are mysteries. You've got to be God to figure them all out. But um, a lot of things God says, I'm going to let it go, even though it's not what I want, because I'm going to work a work of holiness out of it. You say, well, can't we be holy without having terrible things happen to us? I think that's God's line. Can't they be holy without having terrible things happen to them? Uh, God would just as soon make us holy by simply saying, I want you to be holy. And we say, God, whatever you want, I'll change my whole lifestyle. I'll do whatever you want. I'll repent of my sins. I'll forgive my enemies. I'll obey you. I'll evangelize. I'll pray and fast. Whatever you tell me, God, I want to be holy. You don't have to belabor the point. Just, uh, just the slightest indication that that's your will. That's all that counts. If we're that sensitive to God, I guess we can get holy without having too many rough things happen to us. But you know, most people, when God says be holy, they say, I didn't hear that. I don't know what he's talking about, and I don't care to know what he's talking about. Well, God in his mercy then has to uh, let things happen to you that aren't his will. So, brothers and sisters, let's be holy whatever it takes and may Just simply God saying that's what he wants ought to be enough to inspire us to holiness because we love him. All right. We have a pamphlet called Be 
holy. Sounds sounds pretty simple. Be holy. Uh, this pamphlet, for certain people, has really turned them on. Why don't you call 513-662-JESU? 513-662-JESU. And the address is Presentation Ministries, 3230 McHenry, Cincinnati, 45211. 3230 McHenry, Cincinnati, 45211. I'll give you the phone number again. The pamphlet is Be Holy, 513-662-JESU. On the internet, www.presentationministries.com. May Almighty God bless you now. The Holy Ones, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, how about that? Holy over being? Be holy is over... The act of being itself. Well, how about that, everybody? Father Al knocks it out of the park like he always does. Folks, can you understand? Could you be holy is over your being? Can we get there? According to Father Al on that be holy thing that he mentioned, uh, pray the following prayers for holiness until you see that you're letting God answer your prayers. I mean, you've got to be aware of God speaking to you throughout the day. And if you are not aware of it, then you will be missing those guideposts, those signposts to know if indeed your prayers are being answered. And if you're thinking, I'll just pray later. Take your time, folks. Father, may I thirst for holiness more than I desire anything else on earth. Are you there? Oh, man, but I really want the Red Sox to win. Can I be holy and still hate the Yankees? Oh. Father, make me holy in every aspect of my conduct. Uh-oh. There's too many hot metal chicks on Instagram. <laughs> do in me what you must do through me, what you will, Father, because of my relationship with Jesus. May I count on everything as loss. And live a new lifestyle. Have you abandoned your old programming, the old you, your old wineskin? In the sense that you are now renewed in the spirit of Christ. Are you then walking with your spirit of renewal? And are you doing so in a way that you thirst for holiness? And if you're like me and you're just hearing this now. Well, it's something to take with you in your heart as you travel about to and fro. Working with fellow humans that you will encounter. Father, send me the spirit to take me into the cross and crucify me into the world. Give me a new life, a style, God of peace. Make me perfect in holiness. Preserve me whole and entire spirit, soul, and body. Irreproachable at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's right. I mean, if God knocked on your door right now, what would you be doing? Well, I should have worn my best bathrobe. The Holy Spirit changes our lifestyle. The key to holiness is thirsting for opportunities to grow in holiness. Now, if you just go to presentationministries.com uh, backslash publications backslash beholy.asp I don't know what ASP is, but they've got them over there. Spiritual starvation and anorexia. The Lord will make us holy, but first 
We must thirst for holiness. However, when we are already hungering and thirsting for the things of the world, because we are stuffed with the spiritual junk food of the world, we have lost our appetite for holiness. The food of God's word and the nourishment of the Lord's body and blood, anxieties over life's demands, and desires for wealth and cravings of other sorts. Is that not describing our time and our lives from day to day? Obviously it is. And when, you have, when you're approached with those opportunities where the culture of death is going to give you an idea or a state of fear, or you think that if you buy something, it's going to bring you happiness, stop. Is that a holy decision? H-O-L-Y and W-H-O-L-L-Y. Is that a whole decision? Is that a, or is that just part of you resisting a current tinge? And perhaps if we were more focused on our, on our spiritual side and our holiness, I'm, I'm, I'm bragging. I think I'm down eight pounds since this Lent. I feel like this Benedictine fast is just the way to eat. It's, it's an easy way to go. The flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. The two are directly opposed. Oh, they're like the liberals. Lust indulge starves the soul. We are spiritually anorexic and starving. Our lifestyle has become our death style. That is one of his favorite things that he says. Anyways, go read the whole document over there on presentationministries.com. It is called Be Holy. Go read it. Go read the whole thing. Take it to heart. And see where you're at today and see what you can do to work on to get that prayer time. Oh, heaven forbid. Pray your rosary today, everybody. God bless. WeaponsGreatFaith.com. You know I have everything, and you know it's all out, and you know what it is. Books, CDs, music, you name it. I'm on IGTV. We released a whiskey in the surfer yesterday. So head on over to there, and you will be able to listen to On the Move with a Trashman. Speaking of Trashman, it snowed so hard I forgot uh, what day it was. How's that possible? I got, I got two weeks worth of garbage backing up down. Neither here nor there. Anyways, thank you for listening. God bless. Pray for those, for, uh, for those poor souls all over the world that are going through trials and tribulations and starvations and plagues and pestilence and uh, lost family members due to violence. And remember... If thou shalt kill wasn't enough, I don't know what other law you think is coming that's better than that. <laughs>